call this the casting couch corner. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Casting couch corner. Okay. You don't take have to do anything seat. you don't want to. We just want you to be comfortable. Take a seat on the casting couch, but wipe it off first. Ready the Armada. Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. How are you all feeling? It is a great day to be with y'all. We are so excited to get into just a little bit of everything today. We're very excited. Uh, It's the first, it's an episode before a holiday, uh, which I'm very excited. Those are always fun. There's Mm -hmm. nothing really thanksgiving planned for this but uh here we are just i'm thankful for all of you we are thankful for all of the people who have listened like we are and i say that because we are very close to a a very significant milestone a ten thousand listed by like ten thousand total download like milestone so to be grateful i appreciate so yeah, I'm very grateful. Almost Christmas time, Brian. I, I do want to go back to you and just say, Brian, I am also grateful for you. He skipped oh. over that and went right to the 10k downloads. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, I oh, heard shucks. you. I hear you. I are see we, you. Are I we, value you. Are we doing this like right now, brother? I just want to let you know, Brian. <laughs> said, I appreciate y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. I you didn't know. You know what was... I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for 10k downloads. <laughs> I was like, damn. I'm also thankful for all of you. Good man. Good I, I know. Good podcast oh, won't last long. <laughs> Put me on blast here within this, fucking two this, minutes this, of this, this thing. This bottle end at 10k apparently. This is gonna end at th- three minutes in because I'm just gonna take my ball and go home. No, uh, no, it, it's I'm okay. It's home. all it's all together. I know, Doug. I, I know you're thankful. Okay. I, know. I mean, make him say it though. Make him say it, though, Brian. Brian and Marcus. Make say it. I am so thankful yeah, it. for who you are. Yeah, all as into people. the mic. And for my friendship yeah, that I have with you yeah. all every yeah, day, yeah. it makes me feel yeah, more, outstanding. More, more, <laughs> more. <laughs> You're give me the Kylo Ren one. More, like it's just you can't, can't do it. Uh, uh, excellent. We got some sillies to get out, everybody. So if you could tell, this is going to be off the rails. I promise they're going to get out. They're here. So Look, yeah, yeah. I said this in the chat. We're we're going to be a handful tonight. To borrow a phrase from my, my bestie Brian, we're we're going to be a handful. My bestie. We're going to be. We're going again. Not talking about himself. Yes, we no. are. It's we're going to be a handful. Um, <laughs> in order to do this well, though, and in order to do it right, I need to make sure everybody is welcomed and introed and very excited to be here so i'm gonna kick it on over to brian roush aka rumored to be the cast rumored to be cast as dr doom uh brian how you feeling sir or uh, doctor how are you feeling sir i'm i'm feeling great feeling great i do want to start off i am not uh i cannot confirm or deny that i'm playing uh, dr doom uh, i know there's a lot of rumors out there about fantastic four and i just so i felt like it would be best to get ahead of it so uh, i can't confirm or deny anything so i just figured i'd put it as my chiron uh but no feeling good it's a holiday it's a holiday week and it's like the short the shortest holiday it week is. i feel like of the year so like at work it's it's funny because like you just have so many people. I feel like most of us. I, I feel like most of us 
like are just kind of like we're running out the clock right we're just we're running this clock out like, like no one really wants thanksgiving. Nobody everything wants is an after thanksgiving problem like, yeah like uh, you know unless you have like a big presentation this week like everyone's kind of like do we really need to make more work for each other God, when we're right. all just trying to get a turkey in the oven like right. i don't know if we need to mm-hmm. and like for some people i know they're like i've looked forward to this week to work so hard because i won't be bothered and i'm like that that's probably not me but go you i'm i'm ready i'm ready for turkey mode you know i'm I'm starting to wrap some stuff up and next week I'll, I'm, I'll happily start all that stuff, but no, I'm in a good, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good, I'm in a good zone there. Mode. So very excited it's to celebrate, day. celebrate the holiday, get, get, you know, be merry and thankful. So I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot, Doug. How, how are you? I AI sticker champion. Mm. No, I'm doing great. I'm really doing great. Do I uh, despite mm. circumstances, I'm doing great. Mm. Um, Harrison had a stomach bug this weekend. So oh, as yeah. a dad, oh, no. just trying to make it out. I, I'm always impressed. And I kind of had this thought. This sounds weird. It was a weird thought of like, where do kids learn to throw up? Like, <laughs> and I know that that's a weird statement to oh, make. Oh, oh my gosh. Like it's not it's they learn everything from us. Good question, though. They learn everything from us like, as parents. And then you get to this moment where it's like their like, body's betraying them and they yeah. just feel terrible. Yeah. There's really nothing you could do for a stomach bug other than like wait out the clock until you're done. Where do and kids learn to throw up? That's a good it's, question. It's kind of one of those moments where I was like, well, how do they just know, like, nope, I gotta put it somewhere? I, like I, it is a natural, it's a v- involuntary response. So that's yeah. the biology, yeah. but like, you know, and the fact that he like he didn't cry, he would just be like, Bleh, and then he would be like, really? Ooh, this that's I don't like this. Boy, yeah. <laughs> basically, it's like, basically, like what? he was like picking up his dry cleaning, like that's annoying. Ugh, I don't like this it. at all. <laughs> Some if I don't do it, somebody will. Like, okay. I mean, basically, I think, I think it's funny you say it's a natural response because I'll never forget it was the it was like the first Christmas we were in this house and Liam was three. He had never thrown up before. And quite literally, he was so scared. And like, I, I look back on this with humor, but at the time he would just start screaming. <laughs> You just start screaming, like, ah! and you're like, "Oh, he's gonna throw up! He's gonna throw up!" He's just like, ah! he's like crying. Yeah. Yeah, at least there's it's a not- warning. At least there's some type of warning before the throw well, up comes. And of yeah, course, Harrison like- was like quiet, and I was like, really? "Buddy, give yeah, us a heads up!" <laughs> oh, we had a, like a foghorn compared to that. It was just like, "All right, <laughs> have you ever seen- get- Come on. <laughs> a foghorn?" <laughs> like, oh, Maggie got the ball. Get the ball. <laughs> have you ever seen like a kid just? straight face you and throw up like they don't move they don't budge they just they just stand there and it just like comes out like i've seen that before like little baby i've seen that before like little like it's a toddler and they'll stand there and it's just like they'll be they don't want to stop playing or they've eaten too much food mm-hmm. or too much something and okay, all of a sudden yep. they just kind of go like and they just like it's, that's it and it's like oh you didn't move you look me you dead in my eyes any of this. yeah cool yeah cool, cool. yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, I hope I hope he feels better. He's doing uh, better. He stayed home from school today, and he did. So Harrison has approached Star Wars with trepidation. Oh, okay. He's, like I tried, I tried. I think with with Star Wars in particular. Okay. There is so much of a like a mythos and so much energy behind Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. That's true. That if you try to yeah. start at You're Episode One, polarized. they're like. These are not the people I know. Yeah. They're like, yeah. you're going to have to start somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and so, because yeah. I tried with episode one, and he's like, Dad, 
Oh, I am not feeling this. Yeah, and I was no. like, okay, 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 cool, cool. Today, because he was homesick, I was like, buddy, your your sister's not here. Yeah, we could give this a shot. And he's <laughs> like, all right, let's do it. And he was on board, like he was ready and excited for it. What and did you so, show yeah. him? Huh? What did you show him this time? I showed him a yeah. new hope. Oh, oh, okay. Excellent. I started. I, I went okay. back and started with a new hope, and he was like, okay. "I really like this." Sweet. Um, Sweet. So it's also really funny because oh, Harrison, right. Harrison, Harrison keeps pronouncing certain words in Star right. Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wrong. Keep going, keep going. Good. <laughs> you know, Good. do you hear Brian in the back? Yes, yeah. he's like yeah, excited. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, like, no, "Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, like yeah, good, good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Start somewhere. Yeah, starting out young, Doug. Yep, yep, yep. That's how it goes. I mean, um, he keeps calling lightsabers lifesavers. Yes. Well, may, yep. Did the same and thing. And Darth Vader is Dark Vader. And yep, I was like, the same thing. Oh, that's or Darth Darth or Darth Darth Vader. Oh, with an F? Yeah. yeah. No, this Vader. is this is dark, like yeah. D-A-R-K Vader. Dark. And I was like, ooh, buddy. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's dark, back. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, he's on multiple levels. Yes, mo- that, yeah, that, that voice, yeah, for sure. It is, yep. And so um sultry Vader, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And so we got through it, but he was like, Dad, I like this. I like that. This is nice. I enjoy this. And okay, so, that's good. Um here's so, the thing with episode one, though. I can see why he may not cling to that oh. one immediately because yeah. the Jedi shit don't get popping until mm-hmm. second half ish. Like you got to get to a certain point before Qui-Gon just puts peace aside and just starts kicking ass. You know well, what I mean? And, so. and remember it starts with a diplomatic mission. Yes. That is yes. not a good entry point yes. for a six yes. year old. Like what all children want to see and will gravitate towards. It is a lot well, of talking. Children are like, give me policy. more politics. And that's yeah. why A New Hope is so yep. good, because it's like literally two ships firing at each I other. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, right it's, away. It's the one little ship, and you're like, wow. And then you're like, that's a big ship. It's very it, simple. Everyone you're better than me, because I definitely would have started him off at episode three, because that gets right to pop. That get it popped. Oh, or episode two, the clone, like the clone wars. After you get over that hump of I don't like saying and a bunch of other shit like that, like and then yeah. the mass murder of all of the people from Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. but, but other than that, yeah, I, I, I look. We do have droidicas in Episode One. I, I see you, Roman, and true. they are cool because they. What are, is a droidica for our fans listening? Oh, a droidica is a uh, it is a droid combat. Uh, it's a combat is this what they for Christmas games. Droid. Uh well no they're basically they're 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 rollies so they roll around and then they unfurl kind of like a scorpion and then they have they have uh, two sets of double laser cannons and they and they have a shield generator so it's kind of like an immediate power fantasy because they just kind of walk around on these crab legs just blasting and like you can't hurt them because they have shield generators so that is cool capital C. Brian, no. I'm I'm trying to be very respectful of your description. It was really well done. Marcus is out here just wiling some shit out. What did he say? <laughs> He's like, "Is that is that the toy you play with at Christmas time?" And I was like, "The droidica." And it, I was like, "The dreidel? Like, did you mean a dreidel?" Like, <laughs> Marcus, no. in the times that we are in. <laughs> We cannot it was, be. It was. I get my words confused, man. It was. I heard Droidica and I was like, "Oh, Dreidel." You can't tell me those two don't sound similar. Like at waiting the end for of Harrison now to be like, "Oh no, the Dreidels are following them." Then, we should all learn about Dreidels and stuff too. That's not a shot. <laughs> that was true. just. I just thought a Dreidel and a Droidica sounded. The I mean, same. I did. I mean, <sighs> yeah. 
Uh, no, Doug, good choices. I like. Thank I applaud you, you for trying Thank to start you. him on episode yeah, one. Nice. That is that is a that that's a a bold a bold maneuver, I and I think you made the right call switching to New Hope because that's that's the that's the slice that's, that's just, the meat and potatoes. Mm, right there. It's good. It's so yeah. good. Um, what if you could yeah. go back? I do. Both of y'all, what was your original entry point of Star Wars, and what would it be now? Like knowing that you've seen as much as you can, it could be any movie past future present you could be any age what would you think your entry point a good entry point for you would be now it would be the same i mean mine would be the same i mean i started with a new hope and so i would continue on with that one like as Mm -hmm. you know because i feel like it's a it's the prerequisite like it's the prerequisite for going backwards but then it's also if i want to go forwards like you need that group of three before you can go and do anything else so yeah yeah yeah, okay. I, I've New Hope was the only thing available for me as a child. That's uh, also I mean, yeah. Episode one came out when I was in middle school, so I guess like if I waited to get into Star Wars, I could have started there. Mm-hmm. But it was very clear that it was like, no, 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 this starts before the other movies that came out. Mm-hmm. They hyped, they hyped the originals so much before the episode one came out that it was like mm-hmm. you had to see them. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It's re- I mean, and this is what I talk about, too, when we talk about Star Wars, like everybody has a different entry point now. Like we're mm-hmm. 30 years. We're not 30 years past that. No, we're 20 ish now. Almost 30. We're like 25 years past that. Real close. <laughs> yeah. Like of what I'm talking about. And in that 25 years, you could have started with Clone Wars. You could have started, mm-hmm. like you said, with Revenge of the Sith. Someone could have started with Ahsoka. Like That's it's true. just so That's many true. things to so many people now that like it's so... Which you I can still work backwards too. Yeah, you can still work backwards, and I, I would still do the original, like the the nineteen seventy seven Star Wars New Hope, only because it just gets you into the thick of it. And I see why Fox told George Lucas to do that because when he made the movies, he was like, "No, no, no, I want to make one big movie with all six episodes." And they were like, "Absolutely not, that's a terrible <laughs> idea." And he's like, "No, you don't, don't do it. that." And they're like, actually, we do get it. That's an awful idea. Make make a two-hour movie from one of the episodes you gave us. And then he chose a new home. So, yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is Harrison did do this thing when we were watching it. The opening, you know, obviously uh, a Corellian Corvette running away from a Star Destroyer. He did look at me when he saw the Star Destroyer and he goes, what ship is that? And I was like, Mm. oh, that's a that's a Star Destroyer. He goes, triangle. And I'm like... (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. You're right. Like Harrison is out here hating on the Empire's wow. like rudimentary wow. basic ass design. Basic ass design. Like, yeah, okay, okay, Star Wars. It's a triangle. Look at the weak ass triangle out of here. Weak ass triangle. Like, calm down. You're six. Like, Harrison, you need to understand these are not triangles. They are daggers in the stars. They are mighty machines of conquering. Ryan, I hope we can visit you soon so you can explain it. I want to record this. Like, all right, Harrison, it's good to see you. So they look like big triangles, huh? And he's gonna be like, "What the fuck is Brian well, talking about?" Be, I can't wait for him to watch Empire Strikes Back when it's like, "Oh yeah, you saw one Star Destroyer last movie. Here's, Here's eight a bigger of them. triangle, <laughs> right?" Yeah. 
Uh, I went on for far too long. Marcus J. Uh, Destin, a.k.a. <laughs> the Empire has, you know, the Empire, the Empire has no riz. It does no not. Riz, and it, it does not. Sauceless no ass riz. Empire. That's why the Emperor lost you. He got no, I you mean, don't get no bitches, Empire. No, Chancellor, you don't get no, you don't get no hoes. Basic right. shapes, they basic. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Marcus J. Destin, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Knock him out the box, Luke. Mm -hmm. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. We here. Um, it, was, it was a Monday. Today felt like a Monday, like all the way through, man. It was, oh, it was oh, tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But a good, 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 good to be here on the pod. Excited to talk about a lot of shit today. It's going to be a jam-packed episode oh. as usual. Wow. And I'm tired, so I'm feeling reckless. So there's that. There's That's your the warning. That's good. That's the best. Yeah. Respectfully That's my reckless, favorite. but yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite is when you're We're respectfully here. reckless. We're so, here. Uh, gentlemen, before we get to our lovely slate of news, oh, wow. we have to play a game we like to call Catch That Quotable. Catch That Quotable. The silky sounds, Marcus J. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. All right. You'd think I'd go horse for a player with no potential when I ignore you, then you worry. Huh. What? You think I'd go horse for a player with no potential when I ignore you, then you worry. I know what this is. Okay, right off the rip. Yeah, I know what it is, but I'm going to let y'all um, discuss amongst yourselves. I just want to say, I put this podcast on my back for Cash Day yeah, Quarterly really like three do. episodes in you the past. You really do. It's, uh, it, you know what I mean? It's concerning, frankly. It is. For, it for is. Me. It's alarming that I don't know more of these. <laughs> you, I'll say this. I'll give you a, a slight hint here because I know it for sure. Oh, we're 15. Okay. Oh, even 100. Okay, good, good, good. So we are raising you money. Know it for, you know it for sure. I know it for sure. Um, okay. We, we, we do raise money from Cash Tech Quotable for those that are listening for the first time or our last time listeners, whatever the case may be. Um, we, we donate money. We're going to, every time we hit $100, we make a donation to an organization and, you know, we'll make that decision after this is over because we're definitely hitting that $100 today. I will tell you this, Doug. <laughs> God damn. Right. You okay. should know this movie. That's... We know We've from this podcast it. that this is not helpful. We have talked <laughs> about it on the podcast before. Um, well, our, our clock ran out. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the clock is out. We talked about this on the podcast before, and it's one that should hit close, ho close to home to you. Is this love and basketball? You're damn right it is. Oh, love okay. And basketball. All right. You You're finally right. got love and I barely gave you a damn uh, hint, so that's you really did. impressive, actually. Wow. I was gonna say, your wife loves this movie, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, wow. yeah, all right, I did it. Look, guys, wow. we did it. Did. Call Look, that the Britney special. Well done, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Britney special. She'll be fine with it. Yeah, She'll be fine. I don't know. I was, I was okay. trying to be encouraging. It's fine. Happy, well, happy Turkey Day to you, happy, Roman. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank you for thank being you. Thank you, Roman. Always supporter. Always um, being a special supporter, Roman. Seriously. So we made it to 100. So we will, uh, we're going to get, uh, we'll pull some list of charities and we'll make that announcement and then we'll just kind of go from there. So, yeah. uh, but gentlemen, we all have a piece of news that we found interesting from the last week or so. Uh, who'd like to get mm -hmm. us kick, uh, kicked off? Actually, Marcus, let's kick it off yeah. with you, sir. Yes, yeah, I, I can. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Marcus, what do you have for news this week? All right. So we all know that since the strike, I just want to, I'm going to make one initial statement and get in my news a little bit. Since the strike 
has been over the wag, the wag, the SAG after spike strike. Good Lord. SAG after strike has been announced as over at least for the next three years until they swing back around. Um, (laughs) They have been making announcements on top of announcements on top Mm -hmm. of announcements. Um, And so what I want to do is I'm going to call this because I'm going to swing it to Brian because I feel like our news are kind of the same. I'm going to call this the casting couch corner. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Casting couch corner. Okay. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. We just want you to get comfortable. Take a seat on the casting couch, but wipe it off first. (laughs) Nice black casting couch. Make sure you wipe it down with a Clorox wipe. So that's right. Um, there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of new trailers. There's a lot of new movies that were announced just today alone. A shit ton of new trailers dropped and a shit ton of new movies are being announced. So my portion is Superman, um, legacy. Okay. Directed by James Gunn. All right. We have already had our initial casting of Superman and Lois, and I will go down there. But the newest news before we get into it is the casting, which I'm assuming will round out things a little bit for us, is the casting of Lex Luthor. So Nicholas Holt, who is um, plays Beast in the newer X-Men movies, and yeah. he also is in the vampire movie with Nicolas Cage that came out. I forgot what that was called. Renfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Renfield, and what else would people know him? He's been a lot of different things. He, was, like he was also in Mad Max: Fury Road. Oh, I that's right. What the character he was. Also was. The, he ahead. was in that. Uh, the menu. He was in the menu. Ah, he well. was in the menu. That is probably one of the more recent ones, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so basically, here's what's happening. So the release date for this is going to be July 25th, I do believe. Um, and it has not budged from its original date. And James Gunn is really excited. He's really going. He sent a picture of his production board wall, which is filled with a bunch of different things inspired by um, Superman. And so Superman, oh, I'm sorry, Superman Legacy will get released July 11, 2025, directed by James Gunn. Um, David Cornsweet is going to play Superman himself slash Clark Kent. And then Rachel Broshanhan, bro. Broshanon is going to play Lois Lane, and then Nicholas Holt is going to be Lex Luthor. Um, there was also some other castings yesterday that happened with um, the one of the villains in the movie. I, I heard Brainiac is going to be a secret villain, but it's going to be Maria Gabriella DeFaria um, uh, was cast as the engineer role, um, oh. and apparently that's from from the Authority movie that they're going to do oh. connect to Superman. Oh. Okay. Okay. Lots of pieces. Lots of pieces. So if you've been paying attention, there's a bunch of other characters in here, like Gal Gardner. There's a bunch of other different heroes in here. And what they're saying is um, James Gunn, straight from him, says Superman Legacy kicks off his DCU. So everything that happens before this will lead into it. Everything will be connected. But you know, some universes like Blue Beetle, um, Aquaman may change, all that kind of stuff as they wrap that kind of shit up. But Superman legacy kicks off and it's not going to be an origin story that's kind of where we are oh, so hey, i want y'all goodness. fantastic i don't need to see that goddamn ship crash into kansas again I, pull pull spider pull spider-man <laughs> homecoming we don't everybody yeah. knows we don't, it we can google yeah. it we don't I, need to do it i, I would i was gonna come at doug for coming sideways at superman and the damn ship in kansas but you're right we don't i'm right superman. like i mean it's the same thing like i don't need yeah. to see bruce wayne's parents mm-hmm. shot in an alley again like i we get it like mm-hmm. it, we know how they're here at this point in time yeah. I would so I would argue a lot of people don't know the story of Superman, right? Really? I I, I don't really? think that they know the they don't know the last son of Krypton part because it happens. Oh, like the like what happened on Krypton? Yeah, like that okay, part of like how that. he gets here. I don't think we need okay. to see it. I'm not saying we need to see that again because even in Superman Returns, they show his ship 
crashing again, but this because he was stuck on a a, a different planet. Yeah, he was grown as hell when he left. I don't think that they, as Man of Steel, did it really, really well to kind of show you. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Let me shut the fuck up. Let me shut the fuck up. No coronavirus. <laughs> I will not tell you in detail about yeah uh, about Krypton, but I feel like there are a lot of stories that you can tell about Krypton. I don't think they'll do yeah. it. Maybe they'll do it in the Supergirl movie. But what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I mean, I, I really cast, like... Let's start with the casting and the cast in general. What are your I thoughts like, on that? I like Nicholas Holt. Like, I think yeah. that there's a certain portion of him. I think if he can take that... I think if he can take that character from the menu and he can make it arch and make it... Like, right. if he can, like, make it really... Because he had this, like, entitled sense of self, especially the way he was talking to Anna Taylor-Joy. Taylor mm-hmm. like, I think if you can take that and then you make that and you boost it up to like 11 like i feel like he's gonna do awesome as lex mm, luthor i agree Cause, cause lex luthor has this like i always envisioned him as this like has this higher holier sense of self like this sort of like and that's the reason why he gets so frustrated with superman is that like you know he's worked hard to get what he has he has everything and then along comes this you know god america dream guy like this mm-hmm. god from the sky that he can't have one up on mm-hmm. and it just eats away at him so like i i think he'll do a good job with it and i think i think the other thing too is i think lex luther needs just a total like we just we need to look at this character totally different i think mm-hmm. james gunn can do that because we had the jesse eisenberg luther and i thought Riddler. it was fine i thought it was okay. fine um I wanted to see more. I don't, I actually don't feel like he got enough screen time to make too much of an impression, yeah. but I thought it was fine. Fair. Um, and the Kevin Spacey iteration definitely felt like <laughs> I forgot watched, about that one. He watched, uh, I think Gene Hackman was he who definitely watched Gene, he definitely like watched he watched Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman and then was like, <laughs> I'll do that, but I'm Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And so, and also fine. fine. What'd you say? Also fine. Yeah, like it's all serviceable in a Superman movie because you want to be focusing on Superman. Mm-hmm. However, I think that like as you read the comics and when you see Lex Luthor's motivations and how mm-hmm. why he does the things that he does to me in my interpretation of Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, it, it, it's not that he like wants dominion over Superman. He wants he wants to like low key he wants to be super yes lex luther i was just about to say that power. right like he wants yes that power um and uh, and i feel like that part has lost a lot of the time and i know yeah, a lot a of folks bit. are like just cast brian cranston he's perfect and i was just like i feel like people are saying this because he looked bald in breaking bad and was a bad guy and you just want to transplant that. And it's like, I think Brian Cranston is, an, is a phenomenal actor. And I, I love Breaking Bad and the character of Walter White and everything he's done with it. But I think Nicholas Holt can kind of bring this explosiveness to it where he can unearth some of this character of Lex where it's just like, oh, no, like he's not totally evil. He just he just wants to be the most powerful mm-hmm. being. And Superman mm-hmm. is. And that makes him angry makes him get on the you know makes him get down on everyone around him and i feel like nicholas holt yeah. can do that agreed i feel yeah, like I you agree. get there there are glimpses of nicholas holt's beast that that can kind of scream lex luther and i want to get to this mm-hmm. point um that uh roman made in the chat the best iteration of lex luther i've seen thus far is definitely michael rosenbaum from smallville because yeah. because it was a series they had time to build up the mm-hmm. lex and clark 
relationship first before they just completely turn him to a bad guy. Now, obviously, they botched that yeah. somewhere around the seventh, eighth through Jeez. the 10th season until he came back. Uh, <clears throat> and so clearly they botched that shit. But you're right. <laughs> there are levels to um, Lex. Now, shout out to Jesse for his iteration and Zach for casting. I see what they were going for. Same. They really wanted to embrace yeah. that. Um, that that eccentric side of Lex more, which yeah. comes off as the Riddler. Brian I mean, Cranston is good, and that is the angry side of Lex. That is like just pure chaos. I right. am the motherfucking man. You know what I mean? Like, do you know yeah. who I am? Which I know why people wanted him casted because I kind of would have. I said the same thing, but I think now is an opportunity for this guy for 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 Hope to grow with his Lex a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I and I agree with that wholeheartedly. They wanted the. The, the Brian Cranston folks wanted the I am the one who knocks yeah. version yeah, of yeah. Lex. They wanted 100%. the like that 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 type of energy. So yeah, I agree. Like I'm excited. I think he'll do a good job and be like you said, be able to grow with it. So um, I mean this like, was really that's a cool casting. If it happens, that's the other thing. Like it's still just a rumor at this point. So it, honestly, I like at this point, James Gunn, with everything I know about James Gunn and everything I've read about James Gunn and what we've seen, I mean, like we he do, walked yeah. in, he walked into the suicide take two. He walked into the Suicide Squad just totally cold, mm-hmm. and he made a phenomenal movie, mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, just out of the blue. And so the idea that he can cast his own folks, that he can tell his own story, I yeah. think, I think this could be really special. Like I'm, this is the first oh, time yeah. in a while I am like hyped for a Superman anything yeah um you know the the other idea is the uh the fact that hulk went in and auditioned for superman and didn't get it and he also auditioned for batman and didn't get it and now he's gotten lex luther right that's why so so it's like (laughs) this is really funny to me that you've been able to see the two superhero side of shit but i could definitely see like you inputting some of your spite on not getting those roles and how much fun Mm -hmm. is it to be the bag like of course they might portray Lex as good guy turns bad by the end of Superman legacy. Right. Because there is the, like you said, a, another yeah. side to Lex, <clears throat> but how fun is it to just be the bad guy? Like that's just, oh, that's supposed to be the best part. That's where you get to chew the most scenery. That's that's yeah, where you get to right. make the most bold statements. I mean, yeah. like look at James Brolin as Thanos. He's he's right. clearly having fun. Look in, look like, at all of look those at movies. look at Jason Momoa in Fast Ten. Like that was right. point. he had right. a lot of fun that playing movie. that one yep. because he just got to be kind of like out there and weird, oh, but also menacing like at the same time so like yeah Is i would much bad? rather pl- i would much rather play villain i forgot that movie exists no no nope. because I... I again i didn't watch after three up until nine so Jesus, i, I did away with a lot of shit it's a quick deviation away with a lot of it i started looking at all the episodes we did this year because I was, I was feeling a little retrospective yeah. since we're about to hit 10k downloads make sure our patreon by the way um and i hit the fast and furious episode and i was like i barely remember what we talked in this movie like and most most podcasts i look at for us i'm like oh i remember this joke i remember Mm -hmm. someone feeling passionately about this subject and i look at that (laughs) podcast title and i'm like the only thing i remember about this is we joked about gal gadot's cameo that's it yeah (laughs) like that's all i can remember Uh there there was a while there though where we had to watch like five movies back to back and in that stretch i don't think i could tell you 
I went blind. I, I was like, I was like, I don't know where I am right now, but we got to turn this shit. It was, down. it was the Guardians three to like Little Mermaid stretch. I feel like that was a stretch. No, flash. It was Flash. We ended yeah, with it was flash, a lot. Thing. Imagine that's how you end it all. And we all also, like cl- collectively I, lit a cigarette and was like, <laughs> never again. <laughs> I want to make a comment about that too, right? Shout out to James Gunn. Shout out to Superman Legacy. Super excited about that. Super excited to see where y'all going. Yes. Um, I think the, the one thing I have about this is the fact that it is so new and so young. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll if he will. Mm. Now, James Gunn is James Gunn, but I don't know if he'll nail it the first time. I think this may be a casting and a storyline and the way that he goes about it that will have to grow on people. Kind of like Peacemaker. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's so yeah. new. It's so fresh. That. It's this. Even Guardians, when it came out, although it was good, right? And Scooby-Doo, even when it came out. Now, James Gunn is yeah, still James Gunn. But this is a lot of characters. He likes balancing a lot of characters, a few characters, and surrounding his main leads with... Um, this wasn't the yeah. statement I was going to make, but surrounding his main leads with other characters and other storylines that give them layers. Um, but I do think that the initial response will not be that good. Now... My comment I'm going to make is I wish everybody would stop comparing the Marvels and the money flow that they've had to the flash of the failure. Now I know that the flash is now the spokesperson for all things comic book failure. I got it. I understand it. Yeah. But the Marvels to me, there's a difference between the Marvels is a good movie that just isn't performing well because they couldn't promote the damn movie. Right. Uh, Amongst other things. Amongst amongst, uh, amongst, amongst other things. Absolutely. And so, like, I just need everybody to just cool it. Like, this is the worst gross opening weekend since The Flash. That'll tell you everything you need to know. No, the fuck it doesn't. Go watch a damn movie. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's ridiculous on so many on so many aspects because you can watch the Marvels and you can, you can also talk about the beginning, the middle and the end very right. clearly. And you can watch the flash. And I would like to, I would just like to see what people think about the same question about a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and yeah, the, all of the Marvels stuff that continues, I'm still, this is going to be my, like, by the way, this is, I think, I think this is going to pull an elemental, like you mentioned, Marcus, mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I'm going to be tracking this for the long run of what that box office looks like for the Marvels. Cause I think mm-hmm. it, I think it comes back after December, but we'll see. Cause what's her name is on a run. She carrying that shit on her back by herself right Amon now. Vellani. Oh my God. Who is a treasure. Like just I mean, he has oh. two really great quotes. So the, the, <laughs> The headline that'll get buried after this quote is that they saw a 75% drop off in theater attendance for the movie. Like that's just, and that's a, that's a, like, it's just something that happened. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's or bad. It's just a thing that happened. Um, I believe elemental had a similar, similar result, but Amon Vellani said like, ah, that's something for Bob Iger to worry about. Yeah. Just like, which is like the fucking biggest quote and out there, because I think the other thing that's, that's, that's a large portion of this is it's like, like, okay, so it did. But I, there was somebody I was talking to, like the somebody I was talking to that said, like, oh, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if I wanted to see it, so we just made the decision not to go. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. I can that, understand that's it. just what's happening. Like, it's not indic, it's not indicative that it's bad. It's right. just there's a lot going on, and if they're not a hundred percent, they're just not going. But that's happening to everybody. Yeah. The stupid oh. Hunger Games prequel saw only like $44 million which, in the box office this past weekend. Yeah. Which 
should have been gangbusters with how well the original three mm -hmm. did. There are people were so disappointed with that too. Let's mm -hmm. let's not like let's not try to say like <laughs> oh this is all you need to know. No, there's a lot of nuance here, and it's the economics of cinema. Like that's what this is, and even economists would tell you that there is no one clear cut answer for anything happening Brian the way it is it. happening. <laughs> Like, I can talk about price control. I would love to talk about price controls again. But yeah, they're, like the the economics of movie going yes. right now, like that's that's a big part of it. A big like, part huge. of it. That's yeah. really funny. James Gunn. This just came out through the Hollywood handle. Uh, James Gunn reportedly approached Bradley Cooper for the role of Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. Nicholas Holt ended up getting the role. Oh, Michael, that wasn't Michael Rooker is rumored to play Sam Lane in Superman oh. Legacy. So they are literally coming out. Oh, that'd be perfect. Marvel reportedly delayed Captain America because they felt the action seasons weren't as satisfying as the first film. Disney is no longer releasing the bike riders. There's so much shit <laughs> that is just coming out. They once the floodgates just like open the floodgates <laughs> of heaven. Like they just it's just been news topic after news topic after well, news topic after casting. Well, and, so, and but I think the other portion Blue of balls. that, though, like <laughs> that's also it. Like you know, they've painted the ceiling with all the news that they've been sitting on. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. That was I said blue balls. You said they painted the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let your mind take you there. Um, I, I. Oh, it's my fault. Got it. No, it's not. Um. I had a very unique scene. Do you guys remember the original scary movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, when they're in the freezer. No. Do you remember oh. the first time that, like, the, the version the in the, the bedroom yeah, and he oh. has his release and she's yeah. plastered to the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the imagery yeah. that I had, yeah. like, I was trying to go for, nice. um, which is very funny to me. Um, but Oh, so it wasn't <laughs> my fault. <laughs> That's no, what I wanted. No, that I'm was just, that was a Doug premium. Doug I'm just premium I'm just a little sick. That's just it. Um, I think the other thing that's I think the other thing that's a portion of this is that like um, and I forgot where I was going. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Just right, oh, it. oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Remember that there was a lot of confusion over what people could talk about. Right. Oh yeah, right. we were confused. We went back and forth like eight hundred yeah. times. Like maybe I, we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. Is this a I genuine mean, review? We'll just say it a bunch. People will figure it out. There, like there, there's a reason that we reviewed music for a few episodes. You know? Yeah. And so I think a lot of this is like <laughs> finally people are like, oh, I can talk about it now, and I'm not going to get in trouble. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to talk about it all yeah, the time. Man, so much. I think there's just a lot of that that was pent up as well. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. That's my head. I agree. Brian like, Roush, uh, you know, while we're on the casting couch, Brian Roush, um, your <laughs> yeah, turn. Let us, let, let us let us see your shoulders. <laughs> Ebony Man announces <laughs> just his shoulders. <laughs> Ebony Man introduces nice white man to the casting couch. <laughs> what do I have to do to get you to put on an Aquaman costume? How bad do you really want it? Uh, don't oh, ask man. me. Oh, oh man, I think I'm in the wrong place. Uh, no, 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 uh, it's fine. I think everybody, I'll, no, I think no, I'll walk no, it's fine. Everybody, everybody's got to stop, start somewhere in this business. Is this the hip hop the video right tryout? <laughs> yes, absolutely, it is. That's exactly what we're talking about. Um, gross. Oh my gosh, I have to look at what I'm talking about. Okay, hey folks. So 
I don't know if you noticed, but when the strike ended, Fantastic Four rumors have surged in popularity. <gasps> if, 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 if I was Jim, max. I know, I know. If I, if you could buy stocks and rumors, I would tell you to buy. I would buy Fantastic Four rumors. We're only going sale, through sale, the sale. There's only going to be more of them. So essentially, uh, the the two I'm going to report on. Uh, the first one came last Wednesday. And it comes from Deadline. And basically, it is just straight up Pedro Pascal eyed to play Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. Um, And they are quoting multiple sources that told Deadline that Pedro Pascal is actively in talks to be Mr. Fantastic. Basically, everybody else is reporting the same thing. It's it's I mean, it seems like it's a likely thing to happen, uh, which mm-hmm. took me did not expect it for, for myself. This came out of completely left field, Absolutely. Uh, especially since the role of Mr. Fantastic is not a single father. So I'm just blown away. <laughs> at Pedro oh, Pascal. It's done. I, I'm well, I mean, you know, whatever multiverse you're in. Hey, you're trying to switch it up. Um, yeah, they could be trying to switch it up. Bye, Sue. Uh, but uh, in, in this case, we're looking at Pedro Pascal as our Mr. Fantastic, which, wow, uh, we, we can talk about that in a okay. second. The other rumor that we have is uh, there are there's lots of Doctor Doom rumors right now. There's also a Galactus rumor, which is incredible. As well. I, yes, yeah, that was I love yes. that rumor. That was crazy. So I get the, I'm getting this from comicbookmovie.com, which oh basically God. compiled like a, a cavalcade of casting rumors. I'm just going to run them down. None of these are confirmed. I'm going to say none of these are from mm. what I would say like silver bullet sources, but these are the these are the names in conversation. Um, essentially for Dr. Doom, Ralph Fiennes has been discussed. We have Jason Clark from Oppenheimer. Uh, John Campia, um, it, it, oh, John Campia is reporting that Mads Mikkelsen has been a- offered the part, which I, I don't, I don't know. I like, I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, but essentially, that is the latest rumor is that is that Mads Mikkelsen is offered the role of Doctor Doom. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know about that. Uh, and then the Galactus <laughs> rumor is that Javier Bardem Which is, is a fucking being incredible rumor to <laughs> be Galactus, which I think is just like I oh feel like we're Lord. back. I feel like we're back to actor word salad for all of these roles in Fantastic Four. Like mm-hmm. all of these people are all over the place. Like mm-hmm. Ralph Fiennes is not jason clark and that's not mm. mads mickelson for dr doom um mm. no again roman i'm not i can neither confirm nor deny i will be cast as dr doom it's very different than brian if Roush. we find out brian roush got cast as dr doom on the podcast <laughs> i'm gonna lose my shit like, he's gonna have a lot of keep us he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of explaining to do I, there's i mean i yeah that's gonna be a lot uh so that's like your fantastic four casting mm. potpourri so how do people how do people feel about those names because i know how i feel about some of them i mean let's start with the one that we know is happening like pedro pascal is is mr fantastic i'm fine with i mean i really i've liked him in all of the things that i feel like he's done recently yeah. I and mean, he is sort of running a train on every possible fandom don't give me that i saw what you did there <laughs> he's sort of like getting involved he's taking a little like dip out of every yeah like appetizer that is nope. a fandom like 100%. star wars a little bit mm-hmm. video games a little bit nope. marvel a little bit i mean in two years if he does something dc related <laughs> we'll know that like that's just he's making the rounds but like so like i'm fine with it 
the other rumors, I mean, I want uh, wait, Javier. Hold on. To... Hold, on. hold on. Because I want to go back. Because you said this twice. To, to what? I'm fine with it. Why are you just fine with it? Um, because <laughs> because I'll say this, I'll give you time to get your words together. Yeah, I feel like for me, Pedro was not on the list of any casting rumors. No, and I was trying to report, no. or even in our chat, shares many of those potential oh casting rumors since since we knew the movie was coming out. Yeah, right. And I feel like this one is relatively true because the other reports are that Fantastic Four wants to start beginning in January. Which is four, which means they would need a cast announcement. I mean, they don't need it, but like by Marvel standards, they would have a cast announcement out right now. Yeah, because and it's not like back in the day, right, when they did Hall H and it was like you could hold your main cast right. and record the scenes around it. You can't really do that anymore. Right. And so yeah. they have to make this announcement because I think that was on the verge of leaking itself if they didn't leak it in general. I like the feel of this. And I talked about it with the guys. I feel like Pedro Pascal uh, Pascal in that in this casting redefines what the movie is going to feel, sound, and look like. You yeah. know what I mean? So why are you? You said just fine twice. So why are you just fine? Because <laughs> um, you've seen him in other shit now. I think that that's. Here's the thing. Mm, talk to me. We've talked a little bit about a couple of things that we've really liked about the Marvels. Let's just take the last episode sure. for example. Okay. Sure. The things that are stand out that we really really enjoyed. Amon Vellani, Tayona Paris, like mm -hmm. other folks that have flown under the radar in terms of castings that we didn't even, I would say Sylvie is, those are all characters that we didn't expect. And our actors or actresses that maybe we didn't necessarily have on our radar. True. 100%. My concern is stems from, is this Marvel throwing money at a big actor because they can read the room and they're like, Ooh, people think that we've lost yeah. our touch and we don't have it anymore. Ooh, how, what's someone that we can sort of pin it to the back of? Because this <laughs> is, let's, let's compare and contrast a little bit, right? Okay. okay. Robert Downey Jr., when he got cast sure. as Iron Man, was a man coming back from having, being on the less than positive uh, side mm. of the tabloids, yep. right? Like yeah. he's, been documented as being rough to work with. So when he got cast as Iron Man, everybody was like, why? Yeah. Like we were all sort of like, cool. And then <laughs> Chris Hemsworth and then um, Chris Evans, like all of these folks were folks that didn't have a why, like a big repertoire mm. of things as being things that you could pin a franchise to and build a future off of. They were risks. They were Brian, risks. Brian, pin my hand. I have I have a comment to bounce uh, that I want right. to rebuttal. Sounds yeah. good. Go ahead. In. I got and you. So is this so do I think that do I think that Pedro Pascal has the acting chops to be able to do it? Sure do. No doubts. Not questioning the man's talent. Do I think that there's does this feel weird given what's been the recent headlines surrounding Marvel over the course of the past two to three months? Feels a little weird. Feels a little. That's what makes me. It makes me skeptical yeah. about the ulterior yeah, motive. Absolutely. So yes, but Marcus, what, you had a rebuttal. What's, yeah, what's your hand? I, I could have sworn a couple episodes, and this is only me going in. This is me just going into like a little bit because I want to go back and forth with my guy. Um, mm -hmm. I could have sworn a couple episodes ago, a few episodes ago, maybe we were reviewing The Last of Us. Um, we mm -hmm. had this comment and this conversation because we reviewed The Last of Us and then we reviewed The Mandalorian. 
Um, and then we, we reviewed something else with Pedro and it. Oh, uh, the Nicolas Cage movie. You know, we watch a lot of movies on this podcast, right? Um, we, we, we review <laughs> not a lot bearable of weight of massive talent. Not, not me. Uh, I watch like eight things. We, yeah, yeah. We, we got to step his shit up. But the rest of us, we watch a lot of shit on it. <laughs> This guy will watch new two movies in a weekend. I watch two things in a week. I can't do any more than that. Um, <laughs> but I could have sworn the that the link across all those episodes was Pedro Pascal don't miss. Brian, is that right? Oh, hold on, hold on. Brian, is that right or wrong? <laughs> we did uh, see. I do remember us discussing the fact that he was knocked out. He was unconscious in both the Mandalorian and uh-huh. The Last of Us, and he was still <laughs> being top build. And yeah, everybody right. was fine with it. The man right. was unconscious in the story, and people loved him. And he and he did it right. So I want I want to thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. So I also want to go into if I'm Marvel now. I'm on the business side. I'm not even talking about the casting because I do agree with you hmm. um, that. Marvel heard it, and I think that they are now in a different type of bag, and we've had this discussion mm-hmm. since we yeah. heard about all the reshoots and everything that's been going on. Marvel had to do something, though. You, you got to answer the call. That's fair. Right? And I'm thinking as a business decision, yes, Chris Evans was Human Torch before he was uh, Captain America, and Chris Hemsworth was I don't know what the fuck before Chris, Thor. Chris Hemsworth was do, doing a whole lot of, of like indie work. He like The biggest thing he was in before Avengers was Cabin in the Woods, which was a, like oh, a really? meta God it was like a meta type that movie. Uh, horror scary movie. Kind of, kind of sort yeah. of horror movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a. I want to go back and revisit that because I like the concept of that movie. Oh, I just feel the execution a, wasn't. It's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was good. Oh, maybe I don't remember it that well. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> if he is still the top bill, right? Right. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal don't miss, right? Mm-hmm. I absolutely understand what you're saying, but this casting feels like an old school Marvel casting for me because. Okay. I don't know if there's that many unknown people that you can cast specifically for the first family for Marvel. I feel like you have that's, to go with somebody that fair. people are familiar with or know because that's going to define their that's experience. Fair. If you get a new brand new face now, when they did it with the old school 2015 Mr. Fantastic, that's different. Right. Um, yeah. 2005. I'm sorry. Was that 2005 or 2015? No, that was 2015. Are we talking fan four test? No, no, no. We don't, we don't talk about that movie here. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, no, no. I mean, the the original one with Chris Evans is, is the human. Oh, torch. man. Um, yeah. That's that like 2006. Oh, actually, I was. I want to say it's early, early 2000s. Yeah. 2005. So, like, 2005. See, I remember timeline. I don't. I'm not good with history, but I remember timelines through music and movies. Like when did when did this stuff come out? <laughs> um, that's my ADHD coming out. Maybe a little bit off. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, so that's what I'm saying to that is I feel like they had to do this, right? I feel like you have to go with somebody who's familiar. Yeah. And the same with the rest of the three of your cast, and you can maybe have a newer face in there for the Human Torch and the and and the thing. But you, but for Sue and the first family, I feel like you got to go. That's all. I'm, that's that's. I think, and, and you know what? That's a Long very it, that is a very very fair rebuttal to the yeah. point where I'm like, you're right. I mean, as a comic book fan, and as the three of us are, knowing how much weight Mister Fantastic right. has in the Marvel universe, right. you're right. You can't take a chance mm-hmm. on some, you know, some baby face who's never had any experience before to say you get to be the linchpin that ties all this shit together. Right. There's yeah. going to be folks that want to see someone have some faith in it. Um, I think Marvel maybe has with me has earned me kind of before I didn't question any of the shit that they did. And now just with how they didn't have a fucking showrunner 
for like this is the same company that months ago we found out just didn't have a showrunner on a lot of their projects and i'm like it's basically made me been like when you find out your best friend like you find out some like shit about like your best friend finally buys a house and you're like this motherfucker was eating ramen out of a shoe when i knew him in college and he just bought a house yeah Okay, like, <laughs> and he thinks that he still needs to eat ramen out of this shit. Right, it's yeah. that like, same it's level same of energy. In- it's that same level of energy that I'm like, ooh, like, what is this about? So like, they just kind of earned this like side eye of like, oh yes, really? It, it's a definite. It's a That's definite a side eye. I mean, it's it, Doug. You that was masterful. That was actually <laughs> really beautiful. Yeah, that was um, really good. No, I mean, yeah, like, who knew we needed showrunners? Like, <laughs> who, who knew that I needed silverware fucking everybody yeah man. No, like, that's exactly it that this happens when, it. when it gets bigger it, what's the it's the marvel issue right i don't think yes. that it's i don't think it's superhero fatigue necessarily no. no i think that people will watch a good superhero movie yes um, one one thing it has against it and i go back to the music conversation is that it's like drake it's the longevity problem right yes right. if you have top three rappers in my mind right now just off the top of the dome biggie smalls tupac uh j cole drake jay-z right those are just the top just off the top of my head no particular order all of these people have had a longevity kind of an issue jay-z has carried it the best biggie did not last as long unfortunately tupac did not last as long drake is having what we call the marvel issue in my mind right Mm -hmm. and it's that he's been in the game so fucking long your sound is now white noise we know you can make a good movie good is no longer the standard now people want you to elevate your shit even more and when you look at marvel it's like how do you do better than the shit that i hold one people that hold to nostalgia like for me i remember iron man one how can i beat the memory that i tied to that first initial you can't go back to your first taste you can never get that shit so, yeah, I, just think it's all, I, I think mean, it's if you could go back to your first taste, drug dealers would be out of the business <laughs> fucking years ago. <laughs> I took a turn. That's like a, he's painting but, the picture tonight, though. Yeah, he but, is. But then, like, Picasso. like that's that's the fucking thing is that like I, you're right though. Like that's such a good way of put it. And then I think the other compounding factor with all of it, not to have this turn into another Marvel episode, but like the other compounding factor is you've asked us for such a long time to stick with you, stick with you, stick with you, stick with you. And at some point in time, I'm going to be like, Hey man, is this pizza coming or should I eat? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, because at the end of the day, you're either you can't keep saying stick with me. I'm yeah. gonna get back to that. Yeah, I'm gonna give you that feeling again, and then yeah. that, that feeling never comes. Like because we get we get we get older. And, oh, sorry, no, actually, go oh, ahead, Brian. I cut you off. Uh, all I was gonna say was that I feel like Marvel also does this thing, and I, I think they have a really good talent for casting. And mm-hmm. I feel like Pedro yes. Pascal enters into their formula where they're wanting to get a a a known actor that's like just about to blow up. Pedro mm-hmm. yep. Pascal, I believe, has only done a handful of movies. Uh-huh. I think he's only done one or two. Otherwise, he's a TV star. So. I hmm. think they're they're in that sweet spot where they can probably pay him not as much as they would pay like any of the other larger yep. like Adam Driver. He's probably super yep. expensive. Yeah. And he probably would have done a good job, but he's probably too expensive for what they want. And if it and they've said on record that Fantastic Four is a cornerstone like story for them. Mm-hmm. They want someone that's going to be with them 
that they can afford. And I yeah. feel like Pedro Pascal, when you look at it from a financial like situation, that's perfect. He hasn't done a lot of movies. He can't demand that much money. He's done a lot of TV. He knows what to do, but he hasn't done a franchise movie. Mm -hmm. So they can say like, oh, we'll, we'll pay you this much over this much time because this is your first franchise movie, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, so fuck, in that, that sense, is that, is that would make oh, you're sense. Right. You're right, Brian. That is his first franchise movie. I, I guess I feel like he'd been here for a while. Once you I, hit I the mean, SNL yeah. point, it feels like, to me, yes. Once you get once you get to SNL, that's either the catapulting point for you, or it's um, every what you just said. People are sniffing out your first like that you're about to be up yep. and coming here soon, right? Oh, so yeah. for me, it feels like he's been around a long time. But you're right, The Mandalorian is just a TV show technically, and and these the uh, Last of Us Two is just a TV show, and he's, right. he's like second billing on the show on the movies that we talked about that we reviewed for him. But this is his first. I mean, as the lead in a franchise. Yeah, I mean, he, the, the uh, as only, a lead, I should the, say. The only things, again, you're right, as a lead. I mean, the the, la the first big movie that I can see him in, like big, big movie, is The Great Wall, that movie where Matt Damon played a Chinese person. What? What? He did what? He was in that? Wait, go back. Apparently. Did, Matt Damon did what? Oh, what? yeah, no. Marcus, The Great Wall is a movie about Matt Damon who plays a Chinese soldier who's defending China and the Great Wall of China from dragon aliens that were put there from years and years and years ago. What year um, was this made? It was made in 2016. Oh. The year of our Lord. Like, it was a lot that was going on there. <laughs> so, like, and then, and then the next thing he did <laughs> after that, the next thing he did after that was Kingsman the Golden Circle. Oh, yeah. I love him he, in there. Then he did Equalizer 2. Then, oh, he did, in that too. then he did if Beale, Beale Street could talk. Oh, and then and then after that, it was Wonder Woman 1984. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yo, he has really done well for. OK, now this he, is a different conversation. Pedro Pascal, you've done really well for yourself. He absolutely. Has. Good for you, you, man. It's like he's been to be cast as a, uh, I'm a somebody correct me if this is the wrong language. Um, to be cast as like a B lead or a co-star or a co-lead in these movies, because with the with the uh, equalizer, it's Denzel Washington, and then mm. he's the bad guy. And with Wonder uh, Woman, it's Gal Gadot, yeah. and then she's he's the bad, the bad guy. guy. And then there's the other movies like where he is like the second role to that. Yeah. But for this to be your first major lead in that, yeah, um, with a cast of obviously like your co-leads with the with the Fantastic Four family, that's kind of impressive. Yeah, and also really quick. With Wonder Woman 1984, the rest of that movie was such a shit show that you even forgot that he was the yeah. main villain. Uh, yeah. he, it's yeah. not Kristen Wiig's like, yeah. cheetah that's the main villain. He is it's the him. main villain Maxwell of that Lord. movie. Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. Maxwell Lord in that. Even in uh, Kingsman Golden Circle, like he is a bad – he's a villain. Well, he's a good guy turned villain in Kingsman Golden yeah. Circle too. So like, damn, that's – okay, Brian. Shout yeah. out to you. That's and, and and also and also uh also the great wall the the movies we're doing for the next bonus episode is the great wall or it's money plane it's one of the or two what? or money plane oh, we are shit. watching a bad movie for our patreon subscribers cuz i feel like we kind of have to they've stuck I mean, with us for this long i i remember the trailers for the great wall and yeah, watch them i remember nightmare. oh my gosh i need to find the trivia for this or it's gonna drive me mad matt damon turned down something huge something uh, gigantic to be for in the wall and I, I i i 
Um, oh my gosh, I gotta find yeah. this. But yeah, Brian, I'll I'll come back to it. But he turned down something big to be in the like Will Wild. Smith turning down the Matrix for Wild Wild West. I'm happy about that decision. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think I I think I found it. I think he was okay, offered the part us. in uh, Avatar. Oh, what? oh, he I do. <laughs> So Matt Damon, shit the bucket. Yeah. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon was, oh man, Matt Damon, Matt Damon was this offered is... the lead in Avatar, and then he turned it Avatar. down for the Great the Wall. Wall. You know, and those Avatar movies, they went away immediately, right? They didn't. They didn't plan. You know what we're still talking about? You know what? You know. You know what? You know what? You know what we're. You, you know what we're all still talking about? Hilarious. The Great bro. Wall. Um, <laughs> I called it the Wall. Sorry. <laughs> nope. You're fine, Brian. It doesn't matter. He plays a Chinese man in a movie about alien lizards no, that are attacking the Great Wall of China. No. Yeah, he he. Am I gonna commit a hate crime watching this movie? Hey, I don't want to do it. I'll boycott. I mean, I don't know about. I'm that. kidding. I'm obviously kidding, but I can't believe that. What That's was the name of the? Name. What was the name of the girl that played a like an Asian American woman across uh, from George Clooney? Oh man, are we talking about Emma Stone? Yeah. So he oh, and Emma Stone. Man. I want to cast. Oh, I want someone to have the balls. To catch a movie about cast a movie about diversity, but for no. all of the white no. folk that played people they shouldn't have played. Uh, so I want Tom Cruise in it from The Last no. Samurai. Oh, I want Matt, I want Matt Damon. <laughs> I want Matt Damon in there. Uh, I want Matt Damon in there for this, and I want Emma Stone. And then we got to get one more, and that's gonna be. Oh, are you yeah. putting the, the Avengers together? Yeah. Oh, and then ordinary miscasting. The the and then I want Daniel Day Lewis from when when he, he was in Last of the Mohicans. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a couple yeah. black faces oh in there I too. I can't I can't think of it right now. Who's that guy? I can't either. Oh, Scarlett Johansson in oh, um, Ghost right. in the Shell. That's right, in Ghost of the Shell. Oh yeah, that's right. Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Ghost of the Shell. Damn, and then I mean, we could get, we could call Jessica Alba. I mean, we've we've covered that. I feel we like call Jessica her. Alba would be in on the joke, though. I mean, maybe. I mean, oh, she's for being, honey, she'd for be, honey, she'd, not for yeah, she, okay. Yeah. She'd be the one looking around, and be like, "No worries, don't worry, guys. We've done this before. It's all right. It's gonna be fine." <laughs> Oh the gosh. fact that they, I never figured out, honey, and I had a really good conversation with a friend of mine about that whole Jessica Alba shit, right? And really enlightened my perspective. I really appreciated that conversation. What I couldn't get over was like immediately she went and then played Sue Storm. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it yep. was like a hard hair, right. blue eye. Which, like they just. Mm-hmm. Which yep, erased, yeah. like, they're like, Latina? No, she's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why everybody. <laughs> that movie. That movie Absolutely look- not. I mean that movie made her look like an anime character, and I'll say this: I will say this so many other times, but like I don't know why they couldn't have just been like, anyway, Sue Storm's Latina. Moving on. Like I don't know why they I mean, I tried so. so hard. They killed her hair for it. Whenever you watch yeah. that movie, Jessica Alba's hair died from from the bleach. So we could enjoy it. Yep. Um. But yeah. Gentlemen, anyway. anything else that you wanted to talk about fantastic forecastings? We went I on mean, a diatribe. We did. Uh, Jessica Alba's hair, of course, needs to be talked about. Uh, like, people, Dr. Doom, like, what are we feeling here? Like, I, I, mean, I feel like this is a bunch of, like, I don't believe any of this. I don't believe any of these castings. No. I, I can tell you the wild. one I don't want. I can tell you the one for certain I don't want. And I don't want Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen Me neither. Play him. You don't want Mads Mikkelsen? No. no, because this feels like a, hey, we found a moderately 
moderately European man who might be able to do like a moderately European accent. And we really think that he could bring that moderately European energy to Dr. Doom. You like, keep emphasizing that moderately. I don't want like, non script European. Yeah. I want, well, is he from Germany? Maybe. Maybe. Like, we don't know. <laughs> could be. Wait, what, could be. Well, if he's not from Germany, is he from Russia? Also, maybe. We also don't know. But I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. If he's going to play him, I want him to do a very American accent. Like, I want him to only be, like, you know, I I want him to fucking speak with a southern drawl. Like, I want us to go exactly the opposite way. Um, I just, I feel like with with Pedro now, once again, it changes everything, right? You need somebody. Now, I tell you, they nailed it in the 2000s. You got to have a good chemistry between him and Sue Storm and him and Dr. Doom and Victor Von Doom. Now, in the 2005 version, the guy from Nip Tuck, I oh, think that was a really ooh, good he was such a good cast. That was very good. They cast. really made it clear. Like, it almost felt like they did not like each other in real life. I like, thought he didn't want to be there. there. I got that's what I that he just didn't want to be there at all. Yeah, he's like, no, fuck this movie. I'm just doing it for the check so I can go back to Nip Tuck. Um, that's right. <laughs> that's, Nip Tuck is how I found out about FX's, like, this is weird, but like soft porn pushing the envelope type shit. You know yeah. how they like will show certain stuff like on F on, on, oh. on like FX, like after, after nine PM, yeah, like, yeah, like gratuitous side boob where you're yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, like, really showed that shit. Like Nip Tuck was my show. You can Not see just the bottom. Hey, hey, tune into FX after ten thirty, and you can yep. see the bottom of a butt. Woo! Yep. Not a whole butt. Woo! No, that is, yeah, no, that's that's exactly it. Half boob, whole, half boob, half butt. That's a whole <laughs> naked body to somebody. That's, I mean, to some some. Sexually repressed children. That's that's what that is. Come cool. on, man. Help me out. <laughs> 13 year old. Sorry. Sexually repressed. I said children. I meant sexually repressed teens. I was like, I froze and I was like, well, I got to jump in here, man. Children. I just um, want to grind. I wanted all of us to just maybe, shut the maximum, fuck up. Maybe I just, maybe, maybe I just mute myself as a, as a yes. I need to, maybe I need to take a time out. No, no, I feel like this was a very normal experience for a lot of people that watched that show. I'm happy to say that because one, it, it's FX. It's a cable yeah. show. So as a kid, not saying this happened to me, but if it did, um, you're just cruising <laughs> late night and you're like, I just need to find someone to watch on TV. And then lo and Brian's behold, giving us FX. the OJ explanation. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. This is a true story. And, and you're just like, oh, that is that is a whole that's a whole breast. Am yep. I what am I watching? And then you're like, this yep. happens. Yeah. And then it's like a unicorn moment because then you watch FX in the middle of the day. That doesn't happen. It's not well, and then you end up watching the next six episodes of that show. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. nope, never again. Nope. You got to yeah. find nope. that one. That like, is true, because then they don't show the nudity in the mm -hmm. next three episodes I after that. And like, yeah. I think it's super confusing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but like, I, like it it's is. just super confusing because like I thought there were broadcast standards. I guess not for FX after nine. And then, do you remember the first time you watched HBO and somebody's hanging dong on HBO and you're like, "What the fuck <laughs> so is this?" Like, you went from hanging dong. You went from FX where you caught like kind of like a veiled silhouetted side boob. And then some dude turns around on oh, like, oh. some dude turns around on Oz and you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's just like a jarring so, moment. 
I can't relate to that because we didn't have HBO growing uh, up. We didn't either, but I remember like I had basic cable <laughs> and then my friend <laughs> and then my friend and then my friend would get like Oz or he would get like uh, oh my gosh, six, yeah. feet, six feet yeah. under like on DVD and we'd watch sure. those and I'd be like, This is on television? Like <laughs> this is happening in real life. Where? Where is this happening? Give me the jail <laughs> number. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's amazing. I feel like I had a window. I feel like I had a window into your childhood. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. I love We've it. all been there. Sticky hands, whole hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I did originally ask about Dr. Doom casting, but we ended up here, folks. I just, luck, I want to make this clear. Good luck. <laughs> it was Listen, if we don't talk about it here, where can you talk about it? You know what I mean? That's I almost I think that might be the AKA for this. <laughs> Brian, to your question. What's like, up? I don't like any of those castings. Um, I okay. know, but I feel like I can tell what they're looking for from the Javier Bardem and the uh <laughs> wherever we donate we'll, yeah. we'll link them this we'll episode them a, yeah, we will link them, them, we'll link them another episode, episode. Yep. Yeah, yeah where yeah, we yeah. donate that we're gonna donate the chariot the aka is sticky hands little hearts <laughs> i feel like i do know what they are looking for they for, for oh, yeah. galactus they are big on the voice right because it was rumored to be antonio banderas and now it's javier bardem okay. so they want or it was also um what was his i got from taken um Liam Neeson. Liam, Neeson. Liam Neeson, Jesus Christ. So, like, they obviously want somebody with an iconic yeah. voice to lead yeah. that. It sounds like for Doom, they those castings kind of scream out. They want somebody a little bit older, somebody a little bit more yeah. seasoned. Yeah. You know what I mean? To kind of go toe-to-toe with Pedro Pascal a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. So, I don't know. I don't like any of them, but I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it were Antonio Banderas, it would make it easy on me. I wouldn't have to get him confused with anybody else. So, which is well, who, fine. Who, who does not look anything like him? No, but I don't have to get him vaguely confused with someone. Oh my god, is that Latin Ricky man. Martin? No, it's huh? not. It oh is god. absolutely not. not. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Ricky Martin as Ricky Doom. Martin as Galactus would be hilarious. Oh my gosh, that, that would be wild. I watched that. That's a party Galactus. Um. <laughs> Anything else that we want to talk about, Fantastic Ford? Brian, thank you for sticking yeah, with us and laying us down there. You sure. butchered the fuck out your news. We, no, that's okay. Segment, that, so. That's okay. The, I, these castings, I all the Doctor Doom stuff, I I just, all the salt. I just ate a cup of salt. It's a lot. I mean, because who knows? And I'm sorry to be such like the second guesser on these castings that we've talked about today. No, but it like, needs until to be Until something real comes, like I get so nervous to get too excited about any particular cast just because it feels like anybody and their brother could be like right. i heard that yeah you know, brian cranston is no. gonna play the joker like what the fuck <laughs> okay like, there was like all. there was like a time period from like july to august where i swear to galactus that there was like a new confirmed like fantastic forecasting and like just this is who it is and i was That's like true. are we is this a game like is this a meme that we're all doing like it right. was exhausting yeah, so the other day i, I was putting it. the half of them shits in there yeah. <laughs> so, half of them were for Marcus. Yeah, half of them was for me. <laughs> um, gentlemen, for my piece of news, I want to pivot us a little bit away from the superhero realm, and I want to talk about Ridley Scott for a minute. 
Right. Now, you director. might be familiar with Ridley Scott because he's the man who directed Gladiator. We all love Gladiator. Russell Crowe was great. It's a period movie that did relatively well. I would say it was sort of the standard for historical dramas that they were sort of going for after yeah. that. Um, he has a movie coming out on Wednesday uh, starring, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix as yeah. Napoleon. And he was, uh, he has been not kind to people from France <laughs> regarding, no. regarding Napoleon. Fuck no. So like, there are people, stop this man. <laughs> there are, so it's not nice. So like, so most people are saying like, this is an incredible movie. Like you should go and see it. It's outstanding. Um, according to this variety piece that I'm looking at, the guardians, Peter Bradshaw said like, Hey, this is a five-star movie. Like mm -hmm. it's a must see. But the French version of GQ magazine said it was deeply clumsy, unnatural, and unintentionally funny. <laughs> okay, and that's funny. What a hell of a description. That's funny. And essentially, it's because none of them are speaking. The French are mad because no one's speaking French. Like, oh, it's basically well, what they're mad about yeah. is they're basically saying, like, hey, we're really mad that people are, like, pro-British. Like, we're not getting any type of, like, identity here. Yeah. Um, but what's really funny is how Ridley Scott is responding to this. Now, most directors would take this feedback and be like, hey, what kind of person do you think would sit through a movie right. that's mm -hmm. uh, two and a half to three hours long and it's all in French? No one wants to read subtitles for that long. He is saying he said in response to these, he said the French don't even like themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Ridley. So he a savage motherfucker about like how he feels about wow. it. So basically he said in response to the hate that it's gotten <laughs> from the French specifically, he said, quote, the French don't even like themselves. The audience that I showed it to in Paris, they, they loved it. And so, yeah, there's, he's, that's a lot. Uh, this is also wow. relevant. He held the premiere for the movie in Paris. Um, okay. And the French critics were like mad about it. They were like, the movie's bloated. Uh, what else did they say? While the dynamic between stoic Joaquin Phoenix and smoldering Vanessa Kirby intrigues, the French emperor's strange relationship with Josephine distracts from the director's specialty, epic war footage. <laughs> so the French are not happy about this. They are um, pissed about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not happy. Um, so there you go. That's, I just wanted to share that because this is just like, an unhinged response to any type of criticism whatsoever that I thought was very funny. Thoughts on response to this movie in particular? I felt like the funnier one that I saw, not funnier, because this could be fucked up to me, but one of the funnier ones that I saw of like his responses was like in the scene, apparently Napoleon shoots like cannonballs at the pyramids in Egypt. Oh, and he was like, I don't know if that's, he was like, I don't know if that's historically accurate. I just put it in there to show that he just took over. He just took over the country. I was like, damn, like you, he was, he basically goes, there's a couple comments. He's like, I got no idea if this is historically accurate or not. Right. I just put the shit in the movie. I'm like, well, fuck, man. You just seem like you just had a good time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, go ahead. No, Brian, please. I mean, I appreciate, I do appreciate a director that's not like doubling down on like, no, no, no. These are the, these are the historical events and I'm, right. I'm putting them on the screen. Like I do appreciate Ridley Scott's like, I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. Like, like okay. That's All why right, you man. hired me. <laughs> Marcus, 
to your point, to your point, in this same article, he talks to so there were people in in early November who criticized him, saying like eating Napoleon didn't shoot at the pyramids. Mm-hmm. His response to them was, "quote Get a life." And then after that, he said this. So he said. Um, I'm finding he goes, I've done a lot of historical films. I'm finding I read a report of someone else's report a hundred years after the event. So I wonder how much they romance and elaborate. How accurate is it? And then he goes, he says, my biggest response is, were you there? That's the fucking answer. (laughs) Yo, this dude is like fed up. He's like, you don't hire me to do historical, historically accurate shit. I am a movie producer that is meant to make shit like what the fuck? This yeah. this has last week at work vibes, and this it has, just, I mean, he just does not care. Like, he's cleaning out his lockers, like, I don't know, maybe yeah. they shot at the pyramids, you don't know. Yeah, I'm kinda, this... I'm kind of fucking with it a little bit. It's kind of like one of those, like, yeah, when I say it's, like, inspired by a true story, that yeah. doesn't mean it's a fucking true story. Like, bitch, go do your own research. That too. Like, right, right? like, those movies shouldn't be the defining, like, text of any history. Right. Like, they should inspire you to at least... Right. Your minimum, you Google it and you find the history.com article and you're like, no way, this happened, right? Like even for Killers of the Flower Moon, when we talked with Dr. John Little, like he... Like he even talked about like, oh, it wasn't exactly how it happened in the movie, but like mm-hmm. this is the point they were trying to make. Mm-hmm. Like even for something yeah. like that, he's telling you to go read the book. Like, yeah. so I, I'm, I don't know. I kind of, it's kind of refreshing. Someone's like, yeah, I made a movie, but like, no, it's not accurate. Like, like nerd. You know, just like I mean, that's the, the vibe for sure of like get a life, <laughs> nerd. Like, like, get your head out of book and go get some ass. Right? Like, oh, like, do you like no fun? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't like fun. Get out of my yeah. face. <laughs> so, again, you're saying that in response to like, you're saying that in response to scenes from a war battle. Like, if your yeah. knee jerk reaction when you walk into a war scene in a movie is like, not accurate. You are not in the right place. <laughs> this movie may not be for you. I do feel and like we do. We do. <laughs> now, I know we making jokes, <laughs> but I would also okay. be bad if I went back to watch some black historically shit and somebody was like, "Yeah, you did that shit, motherfucker." I'm gonna be like, "No, you." He did if not. it was made, he made if it was made like with like a fucking like Florida textbook. Yeah, where it was like, like look at all the skills. Oh. Like, look at all that. He went and became a business owner. I would be mad as hell too. Like Thank, I'm not gonna front with you. No, Thanks, slave owner, for all the skills you equipped me with. Like, I oh my god, you for your it? gratitude. I'm gonna be on really Scott ass too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I will say it did. It did inspire me. There was a historical movie that I watched that like when I was in college that inspired me to do some more digging. Um, and I'm looking it up right now because it was a f- I enjoyed the movie, but it made me actually do some of that historical digging. And it was Kingdom. It was Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, that was that movie about like uh, with Orlando Bloom. And I remember when what I was in like my my medieval his my medieval history class, like I did some digging and I read and I was like, OK, so yeah. not entirely inaccurate. But I didn't go to the movie and been like then wrote a book report on the movie and was right. like, and then Orlando Bloom stormed Jerusalem. Like Ridley not, Scott also directed that movie. Holy did shit, he? he did. Look yep. at that shit. Huh. Yep. Right. Yep. 
So you, I feel like you have a kinship with Ridley Scott here, Doug. I, I mean, I'm digging it. To be honest, Roman, I want to wear you their T-shirt as well. <laughs> like that sounds like very much my. That'll that'll bag. be on our eventual shop right next to hashtag genuine review shirts. Yes. Were you there? Were you, Were you there? there? We have like, so many. I heard somebody. There was a. There was. This is separate. There was a little tick. There was a little Twitter meme thread going on where you know like it was like a little fan going on about like mayo is so white right of like white people like mayo is so white that or you know what i mean yeah, so they did it it was yeah. like coke cocaine is so white that it does etc so say they named something white like puts raisins in the potato salad like oh, something like that oh, y'all follow yeah right oh. there was one that reminded me of brian because they called it out directly <laughs> all right well, here we go there you go all right brian strap in because it said cocaine so white, it says boy howdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee golly willikers, you got me there. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, they got my man Brian, man. Oh, they did. They got me locked in. Yeah, yep. that's all right. I'll I'll yeah. I'll take that. That's fine. I will I'm say, okay I will that. say I have made an active attempt in my new job not to <laughs> not to cuss because it's corporate. So I've been trying really conscious oh, of it. And you. so I, I have out loud, I, I have out loud several times said jeepers and people are like, where are you from? And I'm like, that's Brian's fault. Like that's, that is who that is. I said jeepers like, Ooh, yeah. like yeah. they'll be like, someone will yeah. be like, Oh yeah. And then they said this, I'll be like, Oh jeepers. I don't like that. I'm like, they're like, who are you? And I'm like, boy, howdy. I'm, I'm friends with Brian. That's I, have, I guarantee I've said that Brian is fixing us because we are broken. Because yeah. when I worked in higher ed, there were moments in my office where I looked at Marcus and I'd be like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I can't even explain to y'all the way that I have turned into to Doug Wagner in his office now. Uh, I find myself talking to other students like, that. what the fuck is going on in this god thing? Yeah. Um, gentlemen, Amazing. anything Amazing. else that you all want to chat about on this week's episode? Um, there <laughs> can I just go down a plethora of movie things that I thought was just like it was absolutely like, yes. Today. Let's do a bullet list. Um, well, well, welcome to Marcus's free association corner. Yep. <laughs> God. Don't get we're me moving going down away that. from the couch. We're in the corner now. We're just yep. gonna follow the dots on the wall, and it's because <laughs> someone put up, us there. It's the cleanup session. What? Oh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> All right, it's we both it. went a different direction. We went back connected on that one. Uh, Tron Three begins filming after the holidays. Oh, oh I'm so excited. Yeah, you know who's in the third? The guy who was scaling the damn building. Um, like, I'm willing to. I, uh, Tron, I mean, the guy from Five there. Seconds to Mars, whose name yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, Morbius, Morbius himself. Morbius. Michael no, Morbius I himself. Uh, I think is. I think he's in that movie. Jared Leto. DC's the Penguin has resumed filming. Um, apparently, Wish is uh, tracking to earn the movie. The Disney movie Wish is tracking to earn 75 million on its worldwide box office. Yep. The movie had a 200 million dollar budget, so there's that. Um, Most of that, I feel like, was Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> a, you like Chris Pine. A new Jason Bourne movie is in the works as well. I saw that as well. Um, no, the Blackening no, Two is happening. Okay. Um, and obviously was, the new trailer out today of Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom as well. Can we? What did you say? The Blackening? Yes, the Blackening. There was a movie that did really well. It was called mm -hmm. the Blackening. Uh, the first one came out, um, and apparently it did really, really well with a low budget. So now they're having the. It's an all black cast, um, and I, I think they're playing with like they had to play this game or something like that. And it's like really a cultural movie. So, but it did really okay. well, um, oh, and right. so yeah, there's that. 
Um, but those are, and, and of course, Dungeons and Dragons sequel, it more than likely is going to happen. That's what oh, uh, that makes me so happy. And Damn, if you like these things, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget apparently has really, really good reviews on it. Um, Does it really? Yeah, yes. Apparently it did really, really good. You want to also know something weird about that movie? That the claymation uh-huh. factory shut down and they had to borrow claymation from that the was going to be my fact is that the yeah. claymation that they use that Ardman Productions uses to make their movies what? that it's shut down and they are running out of clay it's like they down. are like you know they, they made that the- sheep so many fucking times we're out of clay <laughs> they need the, the they're hot wait a minute no way they, no had to way. Borrow, they had to borrow clay it closed in the middle of the movie they had to go borrow clay from Hansel and Gobbit. It was another clay animation movie that they did in the past. They had to go use some of that clay to finish um, Chicken Run. Do they yes. need? I have Play Doh. I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't know say if it's not the same consistency. Helpful. Brian. Okay. I can imagine you walking in and the guy who's like studied clay animation for years right. just tosses that shit at the wall like, "You motherfucking, you think this shit is a game?" Or I want Brian to do a full 20-minute presentation on how they could use Play-Doh. Like, putting it through the little, like, spaghetti maker scene you can make. Looks like this. Wouldn't yeah. this be fun in your movie? Wouldn't this be fun? Would you please start it Wouldn't off this like, be fun? Can Brian please start it off by saying, if my kids can use it, so can you. <laughs> if my sons love this, so can you. My son made a very... Very convincing taco out of this that I was confused with for a hot second. You I'm can make sure, a fucking sheep out of it. I'm sure that it would have a home in your. Movie. You go back to that goddamn sheep, man. Do they need to like do like a Berlin airlift situation of clay to these people? Like, <laughs> just just, just airlift, you know, clay. That's yeah, man. So there's just a plethora of news, and Deadpool three also starts back. Um, Film because that's super important to the next stage of Marvel. Man, that's gonna be Deadpool three is still scheduled to come out mid year next year. So good luck, good luck to that cast and crew. They're gonna be pushing it hard. Yeah, no shit. That and they're gonna be pushing it hard, and people are gonna be excited about that. Meanwhile, the Madam Web people are gonna be pushing it. People are like, "No, thank you. Please go away." Somebody said, "Why did they make a Why did they make a Morbius for women?" And I thought that shit was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they certainly did. They certainly did. Oh no. Oh. Well, thanks for running us down, Marcus. That oh, yeah, that was a good that was a good oh, way to end. No. no. Uh <laughs> gentlemen, anything that you all would like to plug this week. Hey folks, I'm here to talk to you about Color Me Confetti. It is my wife's Etsy store. Uh she runs it with her sister, and it is full of all types of party decorations. It's not one of those online places where you have to buy it in a package and you're spending $50 for one thing. You can buy everything separately. So it's all one word, Color Me Confetti. We'll have a link in the podcast bio. You can go check that out on Etsy. We have a ton of celebrations coming up over the next six weeks, whether whatever holiday you're celebrating. So go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Marcus? Uh, make sure that whatever you do, make sure that you follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, or Noah for short. Go buy yourself some gear on the website through the link in my bio. Um, go ahead, go listen to some music, go listen to some Soul Tile, Marcus J. Destin. Um, I am in the process of building up the momentum to start my next album. And so, um, you know, it's going to be a really fun time. I got to perform at South by South Dakota a couple weeks ago. I mean, that was a really good time. And so it really inspired me. And, you know, speaking to Daniel French from LA, who was, you know, speaking into me about, you know, doing more of the things you love with music and feeding back into yourself. 
getting back into the vibe of music. So get ready and prepare yourself. There's a lot of unreleased shit, a lot of shit that's going to be re-recorded, and we'll figure it out and put it out. But until then, make sure you follow the mantra. Never offend it. Always humble, baby. Absolutely. And I want to plug this podcast. So if you are feeling like you want to share the love, share it with a friend or a family member. Hey, you're going to be sitting with a lot of your family mm-hmm. around a meal on Thursday. What better time to bring it up True. than when you're in a deep, conversation when your uncle About brings politics. up some, when your uncle oh, says no. like oh yeah they're vaccinating the birds with microchips <laughs> to track our movements you could say what? well <laughs> can i share something that i love with you all i want to share with you Not that the i birds. love films in black and white so like it's a great pivot use look, us as your pivot look and all, all i'm saying is i had this conversation with with, with my sister-in-law and she's like you have a podcast that same bird conversation not the, not the bird conversation but she's like i saw that you're on a podcast oh. folks hey you're gonna see a lot of black friday stuff you're gonna see a lot of stuff all i want to say is that if you want to be involved with this podcast help us choose a movie to talk about if you're like hey those guys don't talk about romantic comedies enough we become we don't a Patreon subscriber recommend those movies. We will talk about them. You've heard us talk about Barbie. It's not a romantic comedy, but it's a little bit off of what we typically cover. So that is that is a great way to spend some of that Black Friday absolutely time. That's all. It absolutely. is. It, so I do want to. I don't want to throw us off Doug's off his pivot and introducing a, a thing in, in a conclusion. Um, but um, Roman Myers did have a good question, and this is the harvest episode. And by the time when people listen to this, um, if you're not on a Patreon, um, it'll be the holiday of giving thanks. Um, and so I did want us to go around and to genuinely respond with something we are all thankful oh. for. Hmm. Okay, <clears throat> I can do mine. Okay. Yeah, um, sure. yeah. Go for so it. I am thankful for three things, and I'm gonna just give you the three that I okay. when I'm having a moment, I'm like, what do I? I need to express some gratitude. One, I am very thankful for my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the unit that is the Wagner House here in Vermilion. Uh, we do good stuff. We've got a good unit. This is a house of love, and I'm very thankful that my kids get to grow up in that, and they appreciate that. Um, I'm very thankful for my health. Um, I've had some friends who have had some health scares as of late. And so anytime that happens sort of makes you go like, okay, well, you know, be thankful for the, for where I'm at. And last, but certainly not least, I am thankful that I am in a position that weekly I have the agency ability, money, and time to be able to do this with the two of you weekly. And I am very grateful for that because there's nobody I would rather do it with than the two of you. Um, and it's just who else gets to say that weekly they get to bullshit with their friends for the better part of an hour and a half. Not many people. So yeah, that's what I meant. That's good. That's good. good, Brian. Oh, getting all, getting all. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a lot around a lot of the same lines. I'm, I'm really thankful. Uh, I'm really thankful for my family. My, my wife, Maggie, she's, uh, yeah, she's she's incredible. Um, and I love my kids. And one thing that I'm thinking of, I'm I'm very thankful for is uh <laughs> I went to work and Liam snuck in a note and it said I love you. And he and it was just it was just a, a, a big surprise. And I was just really I was really thankful for that. And because he's been having notes in his lunchbox, and I told him I was going to campus, and he's like, Oh, you're going to campus and you have a lunch, you gotta have this note. And it was just it was awesome. it was I was very, very thankful for that. Um and and lastly, I, you know, obviously we've we Doug, you've already talked about the podcast, but I I do want to say I'm thankful, genuinely thankful for the podcast because mm. 
we talk about some like really deep inside baseball mm-hmm. here, like a lot of stuff for <laughs> our longtime listeners. Like you already know our feelings about Joss Whedon. For any new <laughs> listeners, I have some fuck Josh, motherfuck Josh. <laughs> Um, there it is there it is yeah and uh i just i'm really thankful that i can just show up here every week and i can just i can just immediately start talking about some really weird movie fact and doug and marcus will be like yeah man that's that is messed up also another thing did you know this and like i just get so much energy from it and i just i love coming here every monday i'm excited for mondays because i get i get to talk about something i love with people i love so that is what i'm thankful for that's true that's good uh thanks brian uh one i you know i have to go family you know my family means everything to me it is the battery in my back so i I, you know i am thankful for that and tied to that um is being black you know it is the most dangerous shit in the world sometimes you know it can be but it is the most beautiful thing in the world to me so i am thankful for who i am and everything that uh you know that comes with that because it allows me to put it and my whole self into everything that I do and everything that we do, it is stemmed and based and rooted in that blackness and in that black family and in that black family love, um, you know, at its base. And so I'm really grateful for that. Um, I am thankful for the ability to have just good friends, the older I get. And it's Mm. something that, and it's, it's friends you don't think will, um, that you'll be friends with that you never thought in a million years, like would, that your life would look like this. And, and I'm really grateful to be in this position to have friends like Doug and Brian, which will also be my third thankful thing will be this podcast. But also like the Megans, the Johns and the Kellys and the Brooks and the everybody mm-hmm. in my corner who's ever in my corner at all times who believe in me more than I believe in myself and see the thing that I don't see yet. Um, and all of that potential, I'm thankful to have those people in my corner that just continuously believe in me and push me to be great. And of course, uh, you know, I'm really grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for Roman Myers. I'm grateful for, um, you know, the dedicated people who watch. I'm thankful for the newer people who watch. Every week we have more people listening. Um, every week I get more compliments about how they love our chemistry. So I love what this podcast is. I love that we stick to our guns. I love Doug and I love Brian, both as individuals and as my podcast hosts, as some of my two best friends. Um, I also, I also just love, um, that we did it independently and are doing it independently. And Mm -hmm. this is shit we get to brag about and come to a space and talk about all of the geeky shit in the world and not even flinch. And we get to be at this intersection of, everything that we are as individuals this is like a cross section of what the fuck we are and who the fuck we are and what we stand by and so um i'm really grateful for um this space to be able to do that and i'm really hoping you know that for years to come that we'll be able to do this even if it is just us catching up and we're the only three listening i don't give a damn i'll be listening that's fine yeah Yeah, that's fine well said all um Gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success what is the first step brian First step, folks, is read a book. Uh, Yeah, it's super easy. Just pick up any book, any book that is laying around. You don't need to make it complicated. And I know you have time coming, like coming up that you have off. Gotcha. I'm going to keep you accountable. (laughs) Use some of that time to read a book. Just pick it up and read a book. Absolutely. Uh, Marcus, what's the second step? Oh, it's getting colder, baby. You got to still make sure you're drinking some water. You know what I mean? Today, I felt like I was going to pass out. My knees was buckling and shit. I'm taking a lot of medicine for my wisdom teeth. But I got to make sure I balance out the water that I'm taking with the medicine I'm drinking. You know what I mean? That I'm taking and stuff like that. So just drink some water. Treat yourself to the good shit. Um, If you got to get it out the spigot one a few times, that's cool. But occasionally treat yourself to some of the nice stuff. Uh, Get a crystal light. Spice it up. Get one of them bottles that turns the scent 
of the air to the flavor and then it flavors your water by science or some shit like that. I know, oh. I've been wanting to try that. Oh, it's really dope. Hey. It's a really whole dope. It helps Mar- increase Mar- your water intake. Marcus is out here drinking scientifically yes, like water science. from the If you look it up, the shit is super fly. So, what? you know, I'm trying to get us that sponsorship deal, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, yeah, drink that damn water. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And look, y'all, it's also, you're about to be with some close friends and family members. Oof. And the last thing we want to have to deal with is we get into Christmas time. I am here to say that you got to wash your ass. You know, That's don't true. do that. Be considerate. Look, if you're not going to do it any other time of the year, will you just do it this once? If not for you, then for other people like it's you're going to be around others. Be considerate. Enjoy the occasion. Get dressed up. Wash your ass. Wash your knees. Wash your legs. Just wash. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, I, wanna, I should have played that Chance the Rapper song even better than I was the last time, baby. Ooh, mm, mm, mm. I'm good. Ooh, what a way to finish this out. That does it for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. We'll be back next week with another fantastic episode. But in the meantime, in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Y'all know what TF going on. Make sure you eat that turkey. Make sure that bitch ain't dry either. And tell your aunt to get out the damn kitchen. She 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 can't cook like she used to. Get out the kitchen. You're burning everything, Bertrice. Damn.